Welcome. To Arcade Audio. Come on, swing. Welcome to this week's episode of Married with Movies. I'm one of your hosts, Samantha Mullet. See next to me on the couch is your other host to my beautiful husband, Chris Mullet. I wanted a sip of my beverage. Yeah, that was so, sure. like, your face was so weird when you drank that. I think I have time. Do I have time? Maybe I don't have time. I have time. Just do it quick. And then think that I didn't, like, die of coughing and choking by guzzling it down real quick. Yeah, guzzle it. Stop it. I just said, I repeated the verb you used. Yeah, but you, you said it in a much more derogatory way. I, I did it, not. You used it as a command. There was an exclamation point at the end of that. I guzzle it. <coughs> Do it now, whore. Is basically how you said it to me. I did not say it like that. It's January 29th, 2020. If you're new here on the podcast every single week, my wife and I watch a random movie of our giant movie collection. We talk about it. We talk about our lives. We have a good time. Um, getting back to the swing of things here this week. Uh, if you've been listening for the past several weeks, you know, had some, some things going on in the family. Our schedule is much, uh, very well behind what we were saying we were going to do to start 2020, but we're catching up. We're, we're getting We're back, working on it. Getting back into it. This week is Samantha's pick. It's been your pick for over a month. This year's going to be really different. Like we said, we've had a lot of things outlined. We have our, we're going to forget what we called it. Uh, put a bow on it? Wrap it up? A wrap it up series. A wrap it up series. We have a wrap it up series. We have we have to wrap up our trivia series on Patreon, patreoncom audio. We have to start our new Patreon series, which is watching the television program stacked. We have our regular random selections. We have our nominations back. The nominations. And forth. We're about to have uh, the 2019 Mullet Award uh, winners, which will be coming out here in two weeks. Mm-hmm. Make sure you get your votes in. We got some ties vote, going vote, on. Vote, I don't want any ties. Vote. And for that, we'll have to watch. The winner of, of the, the movie, movie we should have watched, watched, right? For the trivia series, when I win that, you'll have to watch whatever movie I want to watch. Then we'll have our box reading series, where this is episode 280, we only got about 20 episodes left, which means I only got about 10 boxes to read, which means that you are in trouble for um, for being down five, as you currently are, in mm-hmm. our, and you're reading today's package as well. I am, um, and this is probably a bad idea with this... Uh rhyming movie that I picked. Um, before yeah. we get into that, uh, we had a very eventful past week. We talked about last week. It was uh, Royal Rumble weekend, my favorite weekend. I mean, my new birthday weekend. I had a fantastic birthday weekend. want to give a shout out to not only my wife, Samantha, sitting here for being a trooper and, um, and putting, up with you. putting up with me and putting up with everybody in our home. But uh, my good, close, personal friends, Augie or Tillis. Why do you hear. say it like that? Like, please never call Augie your good, close, personal friend. Because that Cause, is the worst thing you could probably say yeah, to introduce At him. any moment, I could be deposed for that. <laughs> um, but one of my best friends. Oh, look, somebody's subpoenaing you. What was that? Summoning you. Oh, that's a great sign for the boss. <laughs> Um, I'm so tired. Of Podswoggle on the Arcade Network. And Robert Colomberti, formerly of the... 
uh, picked up podcasts, which also you can find all the archives for on arcadeaudio.net. Um, plus a bevy of other people. Um, I've had I've been off. This is my last day off of work when we're recording this for a week after being off for eight days with um, what I was dealing with uh, with my family prior. So I've worked like three full days of work in the month of January. I feel like basically. Yeah. Um, pretty much. So. Uh, this weekend was a nice, like, capper to a very long and eventful weekend. Uh, had some great wrestling action on Sunday. A lot of cool games Saturday night. Um, I didn't do much of anything the past Shout couple days. Shout out to listener of the show, my best friend, Carly Coffee. Yes. For... Nice try, Ca- uh, Carly, for trying to get us to watch two Wong Fu things for everything Julian Newmar by poking out on my DVD. And thanks for not understanding my fucking text messages that I sent you. You don't um, have to call her out like that. I'm calling her out. You don't have to call her out like that. You're, you're an asshole. I'm calling her out. Text me when you get this, and I'll understand what you're texting me. Um, also, in that, I I watched one and an eighth movie. <laughs> so very very late Sunday night, basically in the Monday morning, myself, Augie, and Robert, after a long day of doing four Royal Rumble drinking games and imbibing in everything, decided to uh, try to sit down at like 1 o'clock in the morning and watch The Lighthouse. Something I was already passed out. Something I mentioned I wanted to do on the podcast, and we started it. I lasted 20 minutes, and I passed the fuck out. I woke up, Beetlejuice is on. I have no idea still how it was. I think Augie just put it on. I don't know. Um, I tried to watch it today. wasn't working. So eventually, I watched I watched Hip Hop Evolution. Uh, instead, I have one episode left to go with that. What I did do Friday was something I had been uh, thinking about doing for a while before it left theaters in the area. I went and saw a movie. Oh. I went to go see Uncut Gems. And? And I did not like it. Ah. <laughs> um, it was really... Uh, I was really looking forward to it because a lot of people's opinions, not personally, but a lot of film opinions who I trust, I... They had really liked it, so I went to go see it. I thought Sandler was great, undoubtedly the best part of the movie. I think the movie was one of the most stressful and anxiety-inducing things I've ever watched. Oh gosh, I'm glad I didn't see it then. I have enough of that on my own. And I get that that was the point of the movie, but I also think it could have been done a lot less chaotically uh-huh. uh, and a little bit more palpable for somebody to ingest. Uh, I thought it, it was odd. It was very odd. I mean, any cast, it's Adam Sandler and Lakeith Stanfield and The Weeknd and Kevin Garnett, who also was great. Kevin Garnett was fantastic, believe it or not. Sounds, um, sounds chaotic. It was. It was very much loud New York gambling, you know, and from the Safdie brothers, who we will see a movie there's eventually on this podcast because I bought Good Time, which is the movie that kind of like, you know, launched them as, as a name. Um, that's kind of what they're known for. Um, and also kind of being grounded in some, like, weird realism. So, not a good first impression for me. I saw it, though. Um, and I understand why the Academy did not go for it, <laughs> is, is what I'm saying. Okay, good. So, uh, yeah, not, I don't know what do we, what do we do for the podcast. It'd have to be super cheap for me to buy it and watch it. As per the rules. By the way, if, if you're confused when I say that... Um, so we have to own the movie to do it. We don't just pull up 
you know, all the different streaming sites and it's like pick we a movie. Could, we could. have to physically own the film. But we have to physically film. own it. One day we'll probably change that 15, 20 years on our own when physical media ceases to be. And I'll be a very sad panda. Um, yeah, because we'll have millions of dollars worth of Blu-ray and DVD that we can't resell. Eventually, there'll be a way very quickly to upload those to some kind of service or file or something like sure. that. Sure. And then you can just stream it off of your own personal Yeah, thing. sure, great, cool. So what the fuck are we going to do with all those fucking DVDs? Man, it'll be warm. <laughs> what the fuck are we going to have? Uh, <clears throat> so that was basically the last week. Uh, now we will get into our the movie we watched yesterday. Your nominee from about a month ago. Yeah. Uh, I don't know why you nominated this, <clears throat> but you did. We'll get there. I'm I'm sure. Don John. Don John. Sexy. I can't see this. Comingsoon.net. Get it? But it's not really. Hilarious says Paste Magazine. Edgy says USA Today. It's I can't really read that. It's so small. Yeah. Fix my contact. Mm-hmm. I need excuse. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Genuine says Variety. Smart says Entertainment Weekly. <laughs> I've also been battling a cold for two weeks, oh, so please bear with me. Racking them up. Racking, racking, racking them up. <clears throat> John Martello, Joseph Gordon-Levitt, is a handsome, good, old-fashioned guy known as Don John for his ability to bed beautiful women at will. But ironically, even the finest fling doesn't compare to the bliss John finds alone, watching porn on his computer. Barbara Sugarman, Scarlett Johansson, is a gorgeous, good, old-fashioned girl raised on romantic comedies... And she's determined to find her prince charming. Wrestling with expectations of the opposite sex, John and Barbara struggle against false fantasies to find true intimacy in this unexpected comedy written and directed by Joseph Gordon-Levitt. That's a mouthful. That was a really good fourth grade reading of the back of that box. Uh, I have to be very careful and deliberate. Well, now, yeah. Now I'm in trouble. Man, so of those five reviews, sexy, hilarious, edgy, genuine, smart. I agree with one of them. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Why did I want to watch this movie? I've only seen this movie once. We saw it in theaters together. And I really, I think I really liked it when we saw it in theaters. And we left the theater and I said that I did not like it when we left. I think that's right, but I think I had really enjoyed it. I was on a really big Joseph Gordon-Levitt kick. When did this come out? 2013. 2013. 2013. Oh. I have my notes on my phone. So, um, you would so, think a movie with a plethora of porn and Scarlett Johansson are like her hottest. Yeah, I think I think I like this movie because I was like, huh, this is like Chris's biopic right here that I'm watching. And I'm the... What is that supposed to mean? I think you just said it. Well, I'm a man, so I enjoy <laughs> pornography. Pornography? You enjoy what? I'm, a, I'm an old-timer man who likes me some pornography. Pornography? Some pornography with the pretty ladies and stuff. Because <laughs> um, I feel like this is you, 
And I'm the, the the this is the antithesis of me. And I'm the Julianne Moore of your life. <laughs> An Italian man, number one, <laughs> who enjoys the clean, <laughs> who goes to church. I feel like this could have been who you. Who fucks nothing but eights. Um <laughs> You're so fucking lucky. <coughs> I hope that you choke on that Coca-Cola. Thank you. I take another enjoy, sip of I it. Enjoy this. Yeah, coke yeah. Take like another sip days. of it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Guzzle it. So I watch. We saw this movie in theaters. I'm drooling over myself. We saw this movie in theaters. I was very excited about it because I thought it was going to be one of those. Well, because like, yeah, you saw porn and Scarlett Johansson, so you were like. Well, also, but I thought so. Liking Joseph Gordon-Levitt and seeing that kind of upward trajectory, uh, trajectory with like 500 Days of Summer and things like that. You know, we just did Garden State last week. The first film written, directed, and starring Zach Braff. And it kind of felt like this might have been, like, JGL's kind of thing. Like, if if it's his first movie, he's writing and directing and starring in. It's a passion project. It's got to be personal. You know, um, I remember... I'll get to it later, actually. I had one really, really strong claim that what this movie was going to do... And it did not do it. In fact, it might have done the opposite, which we'll get to later on. And then I sat there and I watched it, and I was just like, this feels very false to me. There's something about it. So, genuine being the review by, who is it, Variety, is horseshit to me. Smart, it thinks that it's smart. It's not smart at all. Uh, Sexy, sure, it's sexy. What the fuck you got going on? Hilarious, not really a laugh-out-loud movie. Edgy. I guess. Edgy in that there's just a bunch of naked asses and tits flying around everywhere with no discernible reason behind it except he's addicted to porn. Uh-huh. It just doesn't... It, I think maybe you saw yourself too much in this movie no, and that's why you didn't like it. No, I did not see myself it. in the movie. What I saw... Oh. If I were to write and direct and star in a movie... It would be about someone who's trying to stop smoking cigarettes? It would. That oh, would, would it? Me. What would the name of this movie be called, sir? Oh, I'm sorry. For those of you who don't know, uh, uh, your co-host, Chris Mullet, actually has uh, written a, a movie script, and he wrote himself the starring role, of course, and he was set to direct it. Co-starring. Oh, co-starring his uh, life partner, R- Rich Camelucci. Uh, Is this in your notes to make sure to... No, but no, I'm the, I'm just that good. Are you shouting, I get a shout because I'm really excited. I'm really passionate about telling people about how your passion project was a movie called Smoke Signals that you wrote about you trying to quit smoking, mm. and it still took you three years to quit smoking. Well, because I wasn't sure if we were going to make the movie, or I was going to quit smoking, that we were going to make the movie. That would just been bad because I would smoke cigarettes during it. Uh, yeah, you know what I did when I uh, wrote that movie? I wrote myself to not have a romantic love interest in it. Yeah, out yeah. Out of respect you, to you. And that's also, a lie. And also, because um, I didn't want to You didn't want to like cast me. That. And then also, I didn't want to feel like a disgusting pervert that's just going to cast whatever girls he want to bangs and makes out with. Oh, wait! That's exactly what's happening here. That's why I don't fucking like it. It's just, what a movie I'm going to make. Um, I'm just... The hottest guy that bangs all the women with my hot bod, and I can nab Scarlett Johansson and fuck all these other girls. It just feels I fucking hate that shit. I it really bothers me. 
it's just hubris to me. Okay. It's just that, of course, that's the movie you are going to make. Of course it is. Um, and then it it feels like it's trying to, like, say this message, like, the opening scene is this, like, montage over the credits of, like, the glorification of sex in pop culture. Clips of, like, the fucking thong song and the dealer no-deal girls. Mm-hmm. And, like, later on, the Carl's Jr. commercial, which says Tony Danza ogling it just for the fucking hamburger, probably. And it says nothing. It's so fucking vapid and empty in any message. What it's doing is showing those things that keep people entertained for the bullshit story that it's telling. <laughs> okay. Um, and it just doesn't stop throughout the film. I, I didn't hate it as much until we started talking about it. <laughs> I'm shocked at your, like, aggression towards this movie. So, do you still like it? After having watched it a second time? Uh, <clears throat> kind of. Elaborate. Kind of. I, I, I don't know why I was so pumped to watch it again, because I think I may have forgotten a lot of the gratuitous, over, I feel overuse. I know it's because he's addicted to porn, whatever. I feel overuse. It is gratuitous. It's very gratuitous, but I guess that's what a guy, I don't know. I don't watch porn on the daily, so I don't know. There's but a diff- I feel like right. 26 times in one day is gratuitous. Jerking off 35 times in a week is. Is impossible, number one. Well, I don't think it's impossible. I don't, that's what, an average of five a day? Sure. Right, seven times. Yeah, that'd be. Th- What's the most you've ever jerked off in a day? Probably like three. Oh. Probably. Hmm. Probably when I was like very younger, and I was just figuring out what it was. Might maybe it had been four, but then like by the fourth time, it's just like really just exercise at that point. <laughs> but it's gratuitous is the right word, and I see what you're saying about like you don't watch porn, don't get connected to it. Of course, it's gratuitous. Of course, there's, as it's discussed, the only thing I kind of like, the one couple scenes I liked, is his, um, not mythology, but um, his, like, psychosis around the difference between sex to porn and then his process, whatever it may be, was it, it dived into, I think, legitimate, real things that you could argue about those things and why somebody that would be an addict to those things would feel that way. Okay, sure. Choices, process, differences between you knowing yourself and somebody else knowing your body but also just being selfish or whatever it may be. Um, that stuff gets good. But ultimately, it just, like, broke down to you're not, you're, it's impossible to pay attention because the gratuity of it is trying to make a point, but that's the opposite point. Like, gratuity of porn is, as Julian Moore explains later, it's one-sided, and it is a worthless escape. Right, and that, but that's what I like. So, I liked, I like Julianne Moore and her presence in this movie. Well, she's the best part of the movie by far. Best part of the movie. I can write her down as MVP already, right? Yes, I Good. really enjoyed her. She's the best part of the movie by a country mile. I really loved her... Her, like, psychology behind everything she was talking about. I just really, I liked her additions to it and what she brought out in the character, in um, John, mm-hmm. as a character. Um, and I like the 
I guess, the overall arc that he went through, um, you know, going from only looking for tens and, you know, going after Scarlett Johansson to being, like, this, like, older woman who's, like, breaks down a lot Mm -hmm. and is real and true and isn't a ten, doesn't dress like that, whatever it is. Um, I like that because I feel like that's, like, I'm much more relatable to, like, Julianne Moore than... For, you also have to Scarlett remember that Johansson. so Julian Moore ten years prior was in like in Boogie Nights still sure. an incredibly sexy woman so it's not like he's really just scraping at the barrel here of people like if he was doing that I don't want to disparage an actress so I'm not going to say a <laughs> name because I don't have one on top of my head but you know what I mean like sure so it's but I'm just glad that I'm more like uh, oh sure. Esther than Barbara, but I it guess. It just... Well, because also, that Barbara character doesn't exist. How do you know? It doesn't. Well, no, I'm sure it That's does. That's just a big-ass... It does, but I think that that... It's such a big-ass fucking negative cliche. I know, but I think they did a good job of showing, like, all the good physical things don't necessarily mean, like, a good person, all that, and it comes with, like, the manipulation and everything else. Sure. And also... We didn't grow up on the Jersey Shore, which this is obviously imitating and parodying yeah. or whatever. Oh, so we, it's a little different. Let me get back to my point. Us. I was—I feel like I was trying to make before about uh, the gratuity of it all in that. I made the point about the gratuity. No, I know, but I, I was trying to kind of e- explain part of my hatred of the movie through it in that, it, like you said, like, or like I feel without that... That movie had no way of telling that. Like, he, he didn't... I think he was... A, it's obvious he hasn't directed anything since. And you see in this, I think he's a, a not a great writer. And he's an even worse director. Because it's shot and, and, and uh, pulled together very poorly. Mm. So, like, he could have very easily gotten that stuff out through a different way but no instead he's just gonna go for close-ups not even the close-ups that the movies had like right. closer ups closer of ups of the close-ups and, 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 and like mouths and, and like faces yeah and like and dicks like just below the camera popping out of mouths because they got an nc-17 originally and he didn't want to have that happen but it cut down on shit um so that doesn't show any craftsmanship to me. That's the craftsmanship of the porn movies. <laughs> You're just using what these porn directors used to titillate, and you're trying to use those same things to tell a point. But guess what? People don't watch porn for the plot. No, and also, it there's never... Like, everything, like, the last 20 minutes of the movie... Goes by so fucking fast, you don't really get, like, oh, he lied to her, so she breaks up with him, and then he's sad. So then he starts fucking Julianne Moore, and she shows him about how connection is. And that's it. Like, it's just all very... I'm glad it was short. I'm glad it was 90 minutes. But it all it all feels very rushed. And yeah. then, because of that, it feels like it was used as a way to sell tickets and to entertain the male audience that was going to watch it. Sure. That did, that are not getting whatever bullshit point it was trying to make. Um, so that is my biggest... I problem. am just blown away by your in-depth analysis of this. 
Bet you would have had your dick in your hand half the time. No. It's actually very funny when we were watching this. My balls were itching a lot. And I was like, man, I can't scratch my nuts right now because you're going to think like I'm doing something. Yeah, I would No, it just... I would have thought you were jerking it. No. No, 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 no. It was just, man, my nuts itch. Uh-huh. It just happens. Can you it tell was, me all those porn actresses I that were in this? could not tell you a single one. I couldn't. I would... Please, trust me. I wish I could. It would be very funny for content, but I have no <laughs> idea what of them all. I don't know any of those actresses. So, complaint number two. He didn't pick the good ones. <laughs> <laughs> That's my main problem. I'm watching a movie. He's gonna pick people I was interested in, but he didn't. Um, You're a fucking asshole. But then it just boils down to like beyond the the message and beyond the theme of the movie. It just boils down to it. Just it just wasn't good. It just I felt. I felt like I was watching an ex, like a Jersey Shore special episode. I think my bod, my pad, my dick. My church. My fam. You're just singing the Jersey version of my neck, my back. My bod, my pad, my porn, and my dad. (laughs) His accent sucked. And then, was that like Ronnie D? His friend? Who's Ronnie? Instead of Paulie D, Ronnie D. Ronnie C? Ronnie C? I don't know. Uh, Fucking Turtle from Entourage wasn't available those ten days, so they cast... That other little pushing. Um, so also the movie hasn't aged well. <laughs> yeah, it really has not aged It's well. been six years, and it just hasn't aged well. Jeremy Luke. They're trying to say way too much, way too blatantly. Like the Carl Jr. commercial does. The fake movie with Channy Tatum and Anne Hathaway. Like trying to get their... I hated that. Everything's just I so... I hated that. Everything's just so... Over the top. So that's why I, I guffawed it's smart. It's not smart. It's smart for dumb people. It's smart for people. But like, oh, I get it. Of course you get it because they're battering you over the head with it. The family scenes drove me nuts. Now, I'm sure. So those kind of families are. I'm sure they are. Doesn't mean I have to see it. <laughs> Doesn't mean... They were just irritating to the point of there's never any backstory as to why his dad and him are so aggressive towards one another. Again, you're just basically meant to infer that's just an Italian, New Jersey family, how they are. You know what I mean? Yeah. But they're so grating that I don't... And it's not even really the performances. It's the content and the context to it. Brie Larson's the best part of it because she's just reacting to everything because she's the sane one in, in, you know... Yeah. Whatever it may be. Exactly. Um, I remember when I was seeing trailers of this movie, it just seemed to me the kind of thing that what they would be going for. And I was like, man, Tony, Don- Tony Dan's going to get an Oscar nomination for this. It's like, it's like <laughs> Sly, Sly Stallone. Before this came out, no, Sly was afterwards. And no. Sure, no. Um, <laughs> Definitely No. But yeah, um, and then the mom was fine. Fine. She's fine. Um, I just, I just hate. I just hate. Like they try to tackle family and religion and porn and relationships and all this stuff, and just miss the mark on all of them. Like the religion stuff, the hail marys, the and you know doing it when he's working out, and then him not getting any difference or results. What was the road rage stuff about? 
Like that's just how he is. It's just how Italians are. They're angry. And right. Then he punches. Right. He punches the back of back window of some guy's car, and there's no repercussions. His hands bleeding for like an hour, and then he's fine. It just it vilifies porn and jerking off, which is fucking stale as shit. And well, you don't believe it. No, but I mean, you don't agree. No, I do not agree. Oh, why? <laughs> I'm a fucking American male. American male. American male. But what I mean is, you're not breaking any fucking ground with that story. Right. You're not. You're not changing people's behaviors. They're still going to watch porn. Yes. You're also tackling that connected to religion, connected that to relationships, and you're just doing a piss poor job. At it's it. too much. If you picked one lane, it may have come across a little bit stronger, a little bit better, but trying to do all those things made it very hard to basically tie a ribbon on any one of those things and wrap it up. So, you know, he could have, you could have done this story with him dating Barbara and like her vapidness and her manipulation and all of that. And then him meeting Julianne's character, Mm -hmm. Esther, and that connection, emotional connection, mm-hmm. and you could have done all of that without porn. Like sure. You could have told that story without porn, and it arguably would have been better. Because you would have spent more time on the character development. Because all we really know is he likes his bod and Body, his pad. My pad, my boys, my ride, my porn. Yeah. My God or whatever the fuck it was. My church. I'm too sexy for my church. <laughs> yeah. So, so you know, so, like, that's all we really learn about Well, you him. learned something. That's good. No, about him, I'm saying. Like, in, in terms of character. Like, you could have done more. What are you doing? I get the sticker off. You don't have any nails. Let me do it. I'm, I'm doing it. I'm getting it off. Well, you're getting off? Hmm. <laughs> Seems appropriate. Um... Yeah, so I think that they could have told the same story without the porn aspect of it. And then just, like, so even, like, the first scene where, like, he's in the club and, like, the girl, so your reputation precedes you. Take a different girl home every week and, yeah, you know, like, fuck off. Just fuck off. Just. Don't be upset because you never got to do that. I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't do that. Yeah, now. One, if you had the opportunity to do that. You probably shouldn't answer it. Don't walk into a trap on this Even. episode. <laughs> That's why you nominated this movie. So. I'm trying, trying to cap, trying to get you. Quicksand episode. Quicksand. Um, but beyond that porn versus sex scene, like I talked about, and Julianne Moore's performance, which we already referred to, I don't have much else that I liked. Do you? Well, I like the overarching theme, like I talked about. The connection. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, now that's it, really. I love the concept of this movie is, hey, no porn equals getting Scarlett Johansson. She's, so, I don't know why she would agree to do this movie. She's friends <laughs> with him. The, I know, but this is one of the worst fucking female characters I've ever seen in a movie. Yeah, but she's friends with him. You do stuff for your friends. It's just... It's like, I agreed to play that role in the movie that you wrote. Of the girl that got drunk at the bar and started singing Kanye West Stronger mm-hmm. on karaoke. I agreed to do that for you. Mm-hmm. 
Because I'm friends with you. Yeah, well, that character wasn't uh, a, a, not a, a stereotype yes, it was. and a caricature yes, it was. of, of, me, of the myself. entire female race. No, of just me. According personally. to Joseph Gordon-Levitt as I see it. <laughs> okay. Like the, the scene where they're picking out pillows and she's like, you're not, just keep your voice down. You're not going to talk about cleaning your house in the store. I'm like, what the fuck is this? Some people feel like that. This is stupid. Some people feel like it's emasculating. Well, no, but you also have to understand other cultures and the way other people were raised that some people find cleaning to be, quote-unquote, woman's work, and it's emasculating for a man to do it. That's probably why you've never picked up a broom in your life. I mean, you're not going to lie on this podcast. I'm not. I used to pick up a broom all the fucking time because I worked in a goddamn movie theater for six years and cool, I had cool, to cool, use cool, a broom cool, 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 to cool, clean cool. up after people oh. on a 10-minute basis. So you only clean up after people if you get paid for it? You just don't do it around your own apartment? No, I pay somebody to do that. Because oh. <laughs> I have the money to do it. That's the difference. Uh-huh. And you have a daughter. And I, when I come home, I don't feel like cleaning. That's different. I could very easily do it. I don't want you to could? do it. You could? I don't you want could? to. I could. Mm. I could. Mm-hmm. Walk me through how you properly clean the kitchen floor. Walk mm-hmm. me through it real quick. What do you do? You mop it. What do you do first? You make sure there's not any shit on the floor. Well, what yeah. is this? What interrogation yeah. is no, this? No, that's, that's right. I mean, that's, I was just trying to make sure you understand that you sweep before you mop. Because I think I've seen you mop before you sweep. Never. Have I done that? Stop. You have this knack of lying I don't lie. blatantly I don't or using hyperbole to the nth degree in front of people. It's like, oh, yeah, it's Chris. Chris hates fucking Mexican people. It's like, what are you even talking about? I, I, didn't come I would never say something like that because it's not true. Or like you would say something so outrageous just to like drive conversation that are just lies. Just flat out lies. And I, I have to be I'm like, no, what are you talking about? Or, even if that is the case, just don't say that to somebody. I don't think I've done that. The next time you do it, Tell this me. weekend when my parents are here, or your parents are here, or when we're on somebody and you say something like, I don't know, Chris does this. And I'm like, I'm sitting right here. Don't do that. Okay. I, I will I, tell you. All right, tell me, because I honestly don't know what you're talking about. I'm sorry if I've ever done that. Mm. I don't realize I'm doing it. So to all of our nice listeners who think now, I don't know how to sweep a floor and then mop it. <laughs> Just making sure. What else do you have to talk about? Uh, nothing now. But for real, though, some people find that emasculating. They don't think that a man should be doing it. It's just so foreign of a concept. That's to me. just so where that comes from. That's, that's and just where that her, comes from. You have to be naive to think that guys don't just watch porn and some people don't and agree save with themselves it. for you ever you ever beck and call like it just it just takes me out of the movie also <coughs> it takes me out of the movie just because i think it's a good portrayal i think she's good at the character but yes it's just an evil fucking character yeah right <coughs> for no real discernible reason so it just it just bothers me it it just the whole thing just drives me crazy um 
those are anything that you didn't like that we haven't discussed? No, I think we've touched on everything. I, I want to reiterate the, the camera direction. So the kind of like the penultimate scene when Julianne Moore and Joseph Gordon-Levitt, they've already fucked in the car. I didn't remember that part. I was like, oh, they just randomly fucked in the car? That's yeah. so random. Like, why? You and then they got high. And then they get high, and then like, he's at her house, and like they make love for the first time. The way that it's shot is so, like, whoever's behind the camera keeps, like, moving the camera at first to get into place, so it's really jarring. I'm like, whoa, what's going on? Is there an earthquake going on in California? What's happening? And then the way they angle it, she's so much, because she's, like, uh, like straddling him, like, sitting on top of him. So, like, he's down here, and she's so much higher, so it's, like, a mother looking down on her son almost. But then also Joseph Gordon was a kid actor, so I was like, is he, like, 14 in this? Like, it was just really weird. That's, I don't know if it's just weird. me. I don't know if it was purposeful, but it was just shot weird, and it was directed weird. Um, and it just, again, was, like, a scene that I kind of remembered liking prior, despite whatever positives I gave Julianne more early on, and however I'm talking now, it's Carl Johansson. I mean, come on. What? There's no way... That any American male, again, would have a better sexual connection with Julianne more than Scarlett Johansson. Mm, it just wouldn't happen. Really? Yes, it would not happen. How do you know? I just, it just wouldn't. How do you know? I just, I feel What if it she's like a wet blanket? In my loins. What? What if Scarlett Johansson's like a wet blanket she's in wet. bed? <laughs> okay. You really want to go down this rabbit hole? No, I don't. As soon as I said that, I was like, no, no. I'm not sure why you brought this subject up. I just... Because at the top of the show, didn't I compare myself and say, oh, I'm more of a Julianne more than Scarlett Johansson. So tell me, please, who's your your Scarlett Johansson? There isn't one. There isn't one? No. Why? You are my Scarlett Johansson, my Julianne Moore. You're my everything. Try to say it now without... (laughs) Dripping with sarcasm. (laughs) Dripping with something. Um, you know what I mean. No, I okay, really don't. Well, everyone, <laughs> no, 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 no! Please explain it a little more. Let me understand. This podcast is also about learning and understanding, and I want to make sure I understand exactly what your meaning is, so I don't, you know, over exaggerate the next time we're talking to people and I say something like, you know, you'd rather. Fuck a girl that's like Scarlett Johansson than a girl like Julianne Moore. When I'm the Julianne Moore in that scenario, I I I just I don't want to say that in front of other people. So just tell me so I can make sure I understand fully. LVP. So we named Julianne uh, Moore Chris the MVP. Mullet. We named Julianne Moore the MVP of the movie. Christopher. I was Mullet. not in the film. Oh, I thought you meant of the episode. I'm so sorry. Mm-hmm. Oh, if I finally got one then. Um... You want to answer my question from previous? No, I don't. You want to explain to me what you meant? No, I don't. Oh. Uh-huh. LVP. Mm. So who it's not. We just talked about, I don't think it's Scarlett Johansson. Oh, you don't? It. I don't, know. You don't think it's Scarlett Johansson? I don't, no. Even though you just had all, you spent half an hour hating on her. I hated her character. I didn't hate her performance. Uh-huh. Okay. That's the difference. Mm. I bet. Bet that's the only thing you didn't hate. <sighs> what? Continue. I'm so sorry. There's other people in this podcast, in this show, in the in the movie. You wanted to watch American Hustle too? God, you have fucking weird ass taste. 
in movies. And then men save you the joke. Ah. Uh, <laughs> um, uh, other people who are not the LVP. Brie Larson. Mm-hmm. She was good. Mm-hmm. Are you just going to be like this the rest of the episode? N- no. How, what's going to take you to get out of this? I mean, just uh, explain to me what you meant. <laughs> I don't mean anything mm-hmm. by it. I don't mean anything by it. But why would you say it if you didn't mean anything? <sighs> what are we even talking about at this point? I don't remember. You said that mm-hmm. there's no one in this world right. who'd rather fuck Julia more than Scarlett Johansson. Yes, I meant about those two specific people, not uh. the types of people. And no, again, I'm pretty sure that you said no. a girl like Scarlett Johansson and if a girl did, like Julia Moore. If I did, I did not mean to say like. I meant the two specific individual cases. Uh, is what I meant okay. to say. So can you knock it off before I hit sure. you in the face with sure. this DVD? Oh, <laughs> Okay. Who do you think the LVP of the movie is? Mm. <sighs> well, I didn't like Tony Danza in this. I also did not like Tony Danza in this. Um, I didn't like... I mean, I think that there were some, like, bit characters that, like... It's like, oh, I don't think it could be them. I don't think that, like, the Friends did enough. I di- wasn't I, big fans of the Friends. I liked, I liked the black friend. The black friend was he good. Was, he was kind of funny. And cool. like he, had, other... he got that extra scene where he was kind of having, like, a heart dot with John where he showed yeah, he was a yeah, good yeah. friend. Yeah, yeah. The shorter guy was just a fucking... Fucking weird... Goomba. <laughs> um, um, the mom... Glenn Headley's fine. fine. She, yeah. wasn't, she wasn't the LVP, I don't think. Um, and then Joseph Gordon-Levitt. I think it's between Joseph Gordon-Levitt and Tony Danza, to be quite honest. So I was going to say it was Tony Danza. I was, because I was like, man, he's just not very good in this. He's, he's very... Tony Danza. He's very... Yeah, exactly. His first name in this movie was probably Tony. Uh, because it's the only thing he knows how to fucking play. Our guy's named Tony. But the more and more I thought about it, the more we sitting here today talking about it, I think it's Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Mm-hmm. His accent was stupid. He was not convincing as this person. Right. He wasn't. I do not buy Joseph Gordon-Levitt as this Lothario. You know? I, I just can't buy into it. And this, this, his performance proved to me. Plus, if I, I'd never do this, but if I'm taking into account everything... The story happens because of him. The story isn't good, so he deserves to be thrown on blast for it. So that would be my personal vote. If you really want to go Tony Danza, we can go Tony Danza. No, that's okay. We could go with Joseph Gordon-Levitt, which makes my heart hurt because I love Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Yeah, he is a is a he's joining a short list here. He's a two time MVP on the podcast. He was our first MVP ever from our first episode, Looper. But now he is going to be on the short list of people that have MVPs and LVPs. Um, uh, let me pull that list here so I can share with you who is on that list. Um, that list includes Sigourney Weaver, Douglas Seal, Joe Pesci, Jason Lee, Dom DeLuise, Pierce Brosnan, Adam Sandler, Sylvester Stallone, Dustin Hoffman, and John Malkovich. So some decent company. Some odd company. Sure. But uh, he's in that company nevertheless. Um, are you done raking me over the coals this episode? I'm not sure what you what you mean. Do you watch porn? No. You do not watch porn? I don't watch porn. You just watch your fucking high school musical and your Riverdale and that's good enough? 
Yeah, well, yeah, Riverdale was borderline porn, so yeah, I, that's what I watch, yeah. Do you watch porn? Yes. Oh, how much porn? Not that much. Not that much porn? Not that much. How often do you watch porn? I don't have a number. Mm. When's the last time you watched porn? I don't remember. I think that's a lie. I don't remember. Mm. 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 It's beating you for the next one. Okay. What else? Uh, no, I think that we're done. <laughs> yeah, I I don't I don't want to break up over this, so let, we should probably uh, finish this up, wrap this up. I don't want to make anyone else even more uncomfortable than they already are listening to this. You were the one that did it. So. I was the one who did it. You You're were. the one who said what you said. Do you remember what it was that you said? After I had just said that I was Julianne Moore in this scenario. Exaggerating. Not exaggerating. Exaggerating. You don't think that I'm more like Julianne more than I'm Scarlett Johansson? Because then you're a fucking liar. Look me in the face and tell me I'm more like Scarlett Johansson than Julianne Moore. Body type, acting ability. Eh. Hey. <laughs> Jo will get her Oscar eventually, not this year. She's nominated twice. She's, she's nominated for two Oscars this year. That's good. You know? Julianne Moore had to have Alzheimer's to get hers. Right, but but what? Right, 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 but what I? That's not what I said. I'd fuck anything. <laughs> <laughs> that's what it puts. For mullet. Oh wait, we have to we have to give a score here. Uh, uh you picked it. I scored first. Yeah, mm. it turns out I really didn't like it, especially after you started talking about it. Um, what the fuck is that supposed to mean? I, You're the one who went on a rant. I think this was a very. misguided movie by somebody that thought he had a story to tell and he didn't and drug some very good people down with him while doing it. Um, I don't want to watch it again. The parts of it I would watch, I'll just watch on my phone and you know what I mean. Even though those aren't the people I like. I'm going to give this movie a three. Okay. I disagree with you in terms of the story to tell. Um, like I said a few times, I like the uh, theme of connection and, and the the arc that that took throughout this film and the ultimate ending place and doing things for the right reasons of 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 that emotional connection and those feelings rather than the the visual. Uh, so I, I really like that part of it, that aspect of it. Um, but I still also wasn't a big fan. I thought it was too gratuitous. There was a lot of things that I didn't like. And you went on a rampage here. And now I don't know if I like this movie more because uh, of that. I've done my job. Um, but I'm going to give this movie a, a five is what it's going to give this movie. I wasn't really sure how to feel about it. So So a four for non John. Mm-hmm. That's the score. My nominee. God, get back to some good shit. Oh, yeah. Okay. I have a big ass list here. I just updated my list actually of things to nominate. Many choices. Up to this moment, I'm not 100% sure what I'm going to nominate. I think I've settled on. Yeah, you've settled all right. Will you stop? What? I'm so sorry. I've settled on nothing. I'm the luckiest man on the face of the earth, at least since Lou Gehrig. That's his speech. I don't know if you know that. So my nominees 
the decade just ended. If you want to hear me and my true wife, Rich Camelucci, discuss uh, the past decade of entertainment, go over to our sister podcast, The Blank Slate. We had three episodes about the best of the decade there. Um, and I was reading and listening to a lot of best of the decade type uh, recaps, and there was a couple things that I kept uh, kept seeing that I have not seen and own and have really wanted to see, but also things that have had varying opinions on them. So I'm going to nominate two of those movies right now. Well, my two nominees are Arrival. Did we just talk about that with... Robert. Robert, yes. okay. Arrival. And Ex Machina. Ooh. Both movies I wanted to see. I'm a really big Oscar Isaac fan. Mm-hmm. Robert said he didn't like Arrival. Correct. Let's go with Ex Machina. Ex Machina, very good. That'll be our episode... In about four weeks' time, <laughs> because we have next You'll week. hear it eventually. Oh, man, the hitches keep on coming. We have Mamma Mia, Here We Go Again next week. Ah, uh, ah. Uh. My, my. And then after that will be our... I can't wait to tell a story on that podcast. 2019. I'm so excited. I'll tell it. Oh, the shitting on Chris Mullet continues here in 2020. Well, hopefully it won't carry over to the 2019 Mullet Award winning show. Yes, it will. Because uh, we'll do that, and then we'll watch the Star Trek series. Then we'll watch um, whatever movie won the movie we should have watched. Damn. Then we'll watch... We have to watch half these things with your mom. He's Machina. Oh, God. I should have... Fuck. <laughs> I want to watch Ex Machina with your mom. Isn't it like sexual robots? You want to push back? Here we go again. <laughs> <laughs> Let's push back Mamma Mia and then what's after Mamma Mia? Maybe it's Star Trek. No, no, but I oh. meant for... Oh. Oh, by that point, hopefully Frozen will be out because Frozen 2 would technically be next. We'll see. We'll figure it out. We'll figure it all out. We'll do what we have to do. We'll do what we have to do. Yeah, the order might be a little weird coming up, but it's just because... I forgot. <laughs> it's just because we're going to have a house guest. Yes. And we'll maybe watch house guests off the by the... Uh, is it Steve Martin and Goldie Hawn? Or is that Sinbad and Phil Hartman? Alexa? I think it sounds Who's great. in the movie House Guest? The people that are in the cast of House Guest are Phil Hartman, Sinbad, okay, Jeffrey Jones, and Kim Grice. Thank you. I'd like to see Goldie Hawn and Steve Martin thrown in there, too. Remember, our, our 2021 Patreon exclusives, we're going to watch all the Sinbad movies that we said? Or... Is that what we said? I think that's right. <laughs> but we have to watch, like, Jingle All the Way again. Sure. Sure, let's break down into the definitive Sinbad list. That's a terrible idea. Please let's not do that. No, we're not going to do that. No, fuck no. I'm being sarcastic. I feel like he's been in a lot of movies. And probably some porn. For the money? Now? Yeah, probably. No, fuck that. Simba wouldn't do porn for the money. (laughs) (laughs) Simba. Here we go. Simba Comedian. His filmography. Let's see what we got here. (coughs) His first movie was in 1989 called That's Adequate. He was a stand-up comedian. Go figure. His first major role, which I I remember, he was in the the football movie Necessary Roughness. Then he was in Coneheads. Then he was in Meteor Man. Then House Guest. Then he was the voice of Riley in Homeward Bound 2, Lost in San Francisco. He was in First Kid, of course. Jingle All the Way. The Cherokee Kid. Oh. Good Burger. Oh. Um, and then, yeah, that's about it. And then he was in Ready to Run. Oh, yeah. Blue Shirts. Blue Shirts. Crazy as Hell. Hansel and Gretel. 
treading water, stomping, cutting to mustard, and his last movie, A Voice Role in Planes in 2013. What's Sinbad doing right now? Uh, he was on uh, Rel, the Lil Rel Howery show, it looks like. Yeah, man. And then, yeah, but what's he doing right now? Oh, right now? Oh, thank you for coming to Arby's. Can I take your order? Man, the last article on his Wikipedia is about his tax issues. So, <laughs> Sinbad's struggling. Oh, Sinbad. Just like I've been struggling in this episode, so we'll get the fuck out of this episode. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Married with Movies. We encourage you, as always, go to arcadeaudio.net for this podcast and the others in our network of shows. Rate, review, and subscribe wherever you get them. Check us out on patreon.com slash arcadeaudio. As we mentioned, our trivia uh, series will be wrapping up here very, very soon. Starting another series, and you get bonus content and all kinds of great stuff uh, from just your support every single month over there from all the shows in the network. Facebook.com slash Married with Movies, at Mary W. Movies on Twitter, Married with Movies at gmail.com, and of course go to Patreon, I'm sorry, go to arcadeaudio.net slash the mullets. Get your votes in. Please, 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 please vote, vote, vote for the 2019 Mullet Awards. Any final thoughts, Samantha? Um, no. Another problem? A poor use of good vibrations. Inadequate adequate use of, of it. It's like one of two de- like chuckle moments in the movie. There's nothing else funny in the movie. Okay. And it's just pointless. Eh. Deserves better. It's one, does. Ten, one of the ten best songs ever made. Is it really? No. Mm. Just said it for the joke. Ah, okay, well. They heard it at the beginning uh-huh. of the show. Uh-huh. What are they going to hear at the end? I have no idea. At this point, I've referenced so much. Just maybe American porn. Males. Oh. <laughs> just put fucking moaning? Yeah, <laughs> just, just porn, porn There'll be sounds. some other fucking dipshit Italian song from this. I don't know. For a mullet. <laughs> it's a mullet. Signing out for Married with Movies. We'll catch you next time on our couch. Slash the movies. Slash their divorce. Yeah, thanks. What? American Males. American Males. American Males. American Males. American Males. American males, American males When you say I'm coming, better run for cover Girls, you don't need a weekend lover mm, American males If they want to talk to you, you better not listen You might wind up in critical condition Thank you for playing Arcade Audio. Play more at ArcadeAudio.net.